Today's segment is Stonk Tonk, where two imbeciles with no formal training in anything remotely related to finance wax poetic about how to the moon stocks will go, such as GameStop, AMC, and any others that show up on Wall Street bets. We used to be long-term investors and then we got caught up in the hype, lost several thousand dollars in the process, and now consider ourselves, well, morons. But excited morons. Follow our advice at your own peril. Hi, and welcome to Stonk Tonk, brought, brought to you by John, AMC, GME, and John Paul, who's not going to be visiting us tonight because he's T-U-R-D, turd. <laughs> I would say here in Florida. Turd? Sex, Cauldron. I thought they closed that place down. <laughs> okay, we have a lot of things to talk about tonight, first and foremost. We need to talk about Christian's Boeing stock. Oh, Boeing. Actually, Let's say uh, it moved me to a Boeinger house. Dude, let me let me just say this. That stock is making me pop a Boeing, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Bada boom. Let's just say when that stock walked by, I went Boeing. Boeing. Dude. Let's give that stock two boings up this week. I actually, you know, John. Well, like, remember in college uh, when we used to have uh, boings of the month? That <laughs> stock definitely would have won. <laughs> Dude, you ever see a 737 and be like, boing? Oh, look, it's the Max 737. Oh, that, that Max. Uh-huh. The Max. Um, so Jean Puel, um, he sent us a text a few weeks ago and he was like, Hey, you, even though it's in text, you know, it was like, Hey, <laughs> Boeing's, you know, got bad news. And it did. It was something that I don't remember, but 737 it was, Max. No, it was like eight quarters of just like, just death and, and endless not making any money. Right. It was something, and, and Boeing took a huge dump, which was cool. And I was like, "Well, let me see if I can time this bottom." And I timed the bottom at two hundred thirty-three dollars. What did you guys time it at? Two thirty. Nice. I did not yeah, buy I meant, it. I meant two twenty-eight, actually. <laughs> oh shoot! No, I I forgot to carry the one. Uh, what was the lowest that it ever hit? That um, uh, 194. Yeah, six months. Like yeah, I got it at 193. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't go that low. <laughs> yeah, they gave me a special offering because I bought so many. It was, nice. it was a micro crash. Oh, sorry. <laughs> at the end of November, it was 144. I, I built an algorithm that was like buying it before they had an opportunity to uh, acknowledge the uh crash and share price um i did see about october it was at 146 ish yeah 141 52 week low but yeah what jp jp uh shared his old man wisdom and he was like yo boeing i think boeing's part of moat or whatever like he, it's all of his favorite evil the ETF. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. John Paul's uh, a hard on for moat. Yeah, because like it was at four hundred, like six months ago or something. Oh, mm-hmm. a year ago, two years mm-hmm. ago. Oh, right before the pandemic, it was like. What is this? Yeah, because all like of the close to four hundred. It was like canceling three. all the contracts because no one could work on shit and. All that stuff was going down the fucking three ninety seven. Twenty nineteen, it was four forty. Yeah, it's going to get back up to that easily too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's a uh, what I like to call a moat property. <laughs> oh my god, tell us more. Um, it basically means that everything they build, they build a moat around it, and no one can use it. And oh, so, like how many alligators in. are in the moat? Um, three to seven. Three to seven. Okay. Um, Good odd, solid odd number. Some with lasers and some without. Well, everyone deserves a warm meal. Uh, Any any of you guys buy NVIDIA? Uh, You know what? I wanted to uh, about 
three months ago and then i was like no nah, it's way too much money and <laughs> yeah. myself for not doing it right it was like i think it was like 400 bucks now it's at what 600 or something it's 650 right now yeah it's crazy i'm like what that's ridiculous it's insane and i thought no it's stupid who wants a graphics card except for everyone mining crypto right yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know just destroying the world it's great yeah. thanks elon thanks Elon. um thanks dylon who are the best five tesla ceos of all time Elon, <laughs> Elon. you know i told that joke to someone they're like what's wrong with you i'm like Chappelle show they're like, they're like no i'm 10 years younger than you <laughs> you're gonna have gonna, to leave sir i don't even know who mark Chappelle is <laughs> and i'm like i deserve my meal he's like sir this is a wendy's <laughs> so um yeah that's um that was a good buy. did you buy any nvidia john no no uh, I mean, it's expensive, man. Like when I when you get those stocks that are like 600, 700, 800. Well, that's why I love these platforms that allow you to do the, the fractional shares like Schwab yeah. or, or Fidelity or M1. Yeah, I do. I do like that too. Uh, I think that's a really good option because then you still get to use some of that growth. Yeah. Um, you know, what NVIDIA, when was this? This was, it took a little dip at five, 43 and it's up a hundred bucks and this was uh, Look, in the last month it's up almost 10 percent you bought on the 19th you would have made a hundred bucks just on one stupid you know my yeah my retrospective trading account is killing it in gains <laughs> <laughs> if i had bought it at the lowest possible point <laughs> and, it's weird how that works yeah no it's great uh <laughs> So, John, did you buy anything this week? Yeah, actually, I, I did buy some things this week. What did I buy? Uh, so I talked a lot of trash about crypto last time we were on. <laughs> and uh, I bought a partial share of Coinbase. Mm. What? Wait, a partial share? Why don't you just buy well, it? Tell me your oh, thoughts on this, John. Tell me your thoughts on this. Uh, I, I, I see Coinbase as an etf of crypto i said this three weeks why? ago yeah why? why because their entire market value is based on the coins that they own and can sell but and and so they if they're adding more no they they, they allow the, the transactions of yeah so it, it may not be pegged necessarily to the amounts of the coins but to the frequency of the trading as it relates yeah. to their income but as coins go up in value, you would think you're going to get more people trading. I don't, right? think, I don't think I understand, John. Elaborate. Uh, well, if the crypto market's going up, Coinbase is going up. If the crypto market's going down, Coinbase is going down. And so. You believe in the crypto market then? No, I'm having a hedge. Oh. It's, it's, it, I put 1% of, of my pie into coin. And so eventually I'll build that position into 1%, but right now I have one twentieth of a share. What did you buy? So I had 20 bucks. I bought it at, <laughs> what, 232. It's only worth 250. 240. But it's, I, you, you wanna know what I bought it at? I bought it at 331. <laughs> right. I mean, honestly, I, I just saw like some, Twit tweets or something some guy like saying like or uh, some guy from jp morgan was like yeah it's a buy so i'm like fuck it it's yeah. already dropped a ton it's it why not just give it a shot and it's just have stable. that hedge it's been stable at this price and it's been going up and down uh, I think. Jump, what are you what are you hedging it against no it's just like i want to if crypto for whatever reason these uh, assholes keep throw money at it well i want to try and make some money yes. off of that hey, John, we're standing right here man <laughs> yeah i know so keep throwing money at it <laughs> and, yeah uh, you will. So. well i mean i think that's interesting i i um i like the fact with a man with such strong fundamentals 
uh, Botcoin. Solid fundamentals. Although, um, for what you lack in the ability to dunk, you make up in strong fundamentals, John. <laughs> it's I'm the WNBA of this group. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, it's interesting buy. I, I wouldn't expect it to uh, from you, but do you think it's like uh, you think it's got some good potential for growth, or do you think it's uh, your hope that the crypto market's going to keep spiraling out of control and that the Coinbase is going to continue to go well not continue to go up, but make a rebound. I mean, I think that it's reached its lowest point or one of its lower points. Yeah. And it seems that the crypto market's stabilizing-ish. And I don't know, I, I don't want to put that much investment into thinking about crypto. And so, but I still want some sort of piece of it. So I figure coin is the easiest way to go for me right now. If there ever does come about an ETF, then yeah, I'll probably just swap it out for that. Dude, yeah. why don't we all put all of our hundreds of dollars together and create all my forty dollars of it? Yes, because we oh, can't because say. the SEC won't allow it. Well, is there any non-SEC regulated? I mean, because yeah. cryptos are not on the SEC. I mean, technically, yeah, I'm sure there is. So why um, not? Yeah, because it's all pyramid scheme and you're just going to lose your money. Um, well, we can make a lot of money. See, what you got to do is you, you buy a bunch of shares of it and then you have to have other people buy a bunch of shares more than you what you have so you can pay off for the shares you have. And Chris, so the more people get in on the front... scheme, bro. Get your scheme Chris, right. I got, I got an idea for you. How about this? You just make another coin that's an index of all the coins. And you're, the big bet is that you're going to try to get the SEC to allow you to trade on, uh, like, you know, whatever market. So people will end up buying your coin because they're like, well, if they get picked up, this is going to be worth a lot of money. So your coin's of value. So the but the coin is the ETF, you're saying? Yeah, basically. Yeah, that's genius. Let's yeah, exactly. do that. John. You know how to program. program. John, write that down. <laughs> I don't know how to fucking program. I know how to make a fancy Excel this, sheet. That's dude, it. You made this fucking Excel sheet is amazing. I don't know what I'm doing. How much harder could a crypto be, John? Yeah. Come on. How much harder? Take it's one just... more class on code base. <laughs> code base. <laughs> but outside of that, I, I did uh, buy some CrowdStrike as well. Oh, okay. So, so, security. What was your thoughts on that? Um, I'd, I've done some light research on them and I also talked with Blake <laughs> uh, who is an insider and he owns a fuck ton of it. Oh, really? Uh, well, yeah, because he gets it at like 85 cents of the dollar because he works there. Oh, well, so, Thomas sent me some. Jeez. Yeah, right? <laughs> well, I think you can't sell it for like a few years, but whatever yeah either right. way like i mean that it's it's buy it with our accounts <laughs> <laughs> yeah. our accounts yeah right i'll uh, give him 90 cents on the dollar <laughs> remember when all of our friends worked at uh ea sports and they would buy the games for oh, hell yeah 20 bucks and then we'd trade them in at best buy for <laughs> <laughs> unopened yeah <laughs> They're like 50th game. They're like, wait a minute. <laughs> we don't even have this one in stock. How many freaking Maddens can we possibly have? Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember selling 80 Maddens last week. They got so mad. <laughs> AR got banned from all Best Buys. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't tackle him on site. What the fuck? Took a picture of you and you got like pictures inside Best Buy where like this guy's not allowed back in. Speaking of which, ET, uh, EA stock has taken a real nosedive. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Ever since they found out about their employees selling their video games. Um, well, I, I know that you both talked about your uh, Boeing and your coin and counter, your Counter-Strike, which Chris's favorite game growing up was counter counter strike which naturally <laughs> to be ironic and antithetical um 
I, of course, have been tracking AMC because... Oh, really? What's that? Is that a new stock? Um, it is a brand oh, new stock. No one's been talking about it. Hey, guys, uh, for this Mike, video... It's not going to go up, okay? You need to sell your entire uh, position. I'm sure, it went up twice before, and I said it wouldn't, but it's not <laughs> going to do it. Oh, it, it's going again? Still, you still need to sell everything you own. I'm selling. Sell your shirt. Take it off. <laughs> I'm out. Um, let me just put it to y'all like this, uh, quickly. It, I, I'm up a lot on this stock. <laughs> it's really good. Like, okay, first of all, I know you kind of explained this to me several times. Well, For, no, you did. The listeners just said a bunch of things, and none not, of it made sense. And he still I, couldn't I, explain it when we asked him directly. But like, hey, what? let's put him on the spot now. Yeah, yeah, please. <laughs> it, it wasn't that I I wasn't listening. Yeah, that I want the listeners to have a chance to listen as well. So why why did you think AMC was going to explode and then it did? Um. Well, in a good so part of my part of my thought process was just the momentum of the stock was starting to pick up, volume was starting to pick up, and the shorts still have not covered um the short interest on amc last i looked was like 20 something percent i want to say like 22 percent and they have not started to cover yet so i don't know what any of that means so like when so basically when you short a stock you're borrowing stock from someone and then you're making a deal to sell it back at a lesser price and you're taking that difference basically right. it's like it's like a bet and so like if you're borrowing the stock you can hold on to it right like so if i thought i don't know hertz rent a car was going to file bankruptcy i would short the hell out of hertz rent a car and then I would wait for the stock to take a nosedive. And then I would um, basically, the way it works in trading is you, you basically buy back the shares, but what you're doing is you're returning them. Um, but let's say for whatever reason, they were just idle. At some point, like borrowing those shares isn't like a free thing to do. Like you can't just like borrow shares forever and be like, well, at some point the stock's going to go down in the next hundred years. Right. So what the, um, the stick is that the, uh, the SEC, not the SEC, but like the brokerages will charge you a percent in the, uh, to hold those, uh, shares right so like you get charged like um certain amount at the beginning but that interest rate goes higher and higher so you can't just hold on to it forever right it gives you incentive to sell mm -hmm. um which is one side of this equation right the other side of this equation is that there's no there's no short shares like they are basically shorting nothing. There's synthetic shares. And there's yeah. like, people are buying, it, it's the same thing that was happening in GameStop, basically. People were buying stock and they weren't actually receiving it. So if you went and bought a thousand shares of AMC, you may not actually be getting their shares because there's no freaking shares out there. Um, That's illegal, right? Well, no. it's, it's illegal because they're basically shorting stock that doesn't exist. It's a synthetic share. And so there was this really good Q and A. Um, it was a, on the Super Stonk. Q and on. Uh, what's that? Yes. It was a Q and on. Q and on. Yes, it was um, mm -hmm. Q and on dot org backslash forward slash clown penis dot fart. Eight coon. Um, Go for it. <laughs> it there was a. Uh, I'll have to post a link, but I was just listening to it before I jumped on. And this guy was talking about um, the problem with synthetic shorts and it was, it was really good. And basically these synthetic shorts could destroy the whole like global market and like Wall Street because like um, if for some reason, let's say like one of these hedge funds was like margin called and they had, they were basically using these tons of synthetic shorts. Like when you get margin called, you have to close all your positions, right? 
well, you can't close your positions if you don't have like the stocks to close so not real. So yeah. you, yeah. So you have to go out and purchase those in the market. So um, that's kind of the problem. And like, this has just been adding up over time. So um, I, I got in like around $6 and I purchased more uh, to like at around seven. And then I decided at nine, it, it went up to like 13 and then it went back down to nine. And then I purchased a bunch more at nine and then I and it started to take off. I just had, uh, I was listening to trace trades, um, and some other folks, but primarily trace trades. And he was just going on about, um, he said something, I think it was the share recount that I thought was going to be pivotal, but some of the folks on like the, uh, trace trades, uh, discord don't think that the, uh, share recount will be so pivotal as I might hope. But again, there's, um, there's still a lot of like, uh, FUD as it relates to the, um, as it relates to the stock, there's always like people saying shit that doesn't really seem to add up. Uh, and so when you hear that more and more, you hear that the more you feel like solid in your position <laughs> like you know people are attacking you on twitter not me personally but other folks who are like pumping amc stock it seems like oh man why the hell would you um do that to these people you're just pumping dumping but it's like dude the short interest rate on like the volkswagen short squeeze was i, I want to say it was like i don't know it was like 13 percent. it was like 12 percent and there was a squeeze, right? But you had a different issue. You had Porsche who purchased a ton of Volkswagen, right? And basically caused the short squeeze, which the um, shorts didn't even know about because Porsche had also purchased options, right? So, but this is different in that you have tons of retail investors stepping in who are buying up all these shares of AMC, which is going to leave the hedge funds in a really bad position to try to like squeeze out the numbers of shares that they need in order to cover. Um, so there's, can I, be, uh, can I be devil's avocado for a second? Yeah. Yes, ma'am. So like my latest uh, feeling on all of this is like the reason AMC is going up right now is purely FOMO. Everyone thinks that this, short squeeze is going to happen it's true. Like anything between 30 and 50 is FOMO that's true and it, it just seems like like the powers that be are not going to let us win no under under no circumstances are the power or the powers that be gonna let you us may win. so I had I had 160 AMC's that I bought average for seven dollars each and I sold them all, I sold 80 of them. I sold half of them at, uh, I don't know, 28 yeah. or something. Cause I'm like, I, I, I want in a perfect world. I'm like, fuck yes. Like let's stick it to these yeah. cunt sunkers. But I just, I don't see, I don't see it happening. I, I don't think what should happen will happen. I think what these people control so there's, you know, it, it seems that there is some uh, increasing amount of skepticism as it relates to the shorts ability to cover as the stock price goes up, right? There was some mainstream news article, which leads me to believe that this is actually true or per perhaps misleading, but it's like the hedge funds have already lost $1.3 billion, right? Like, which- That's like a round here for them, though. Yeah, it's a billion, like a not so much. It's, I mean, nonetheless, like it's, can't be realized losses yet because if everyone gets out of the stock and they're like, yeah, you know, this thing already hit the top or we're done they then win like right they can then continue their short and they mm -hmm. will make money so like right now they're paying probably a hundred thousand mm -hmm. dollars 
or to they're probably paying a hundred thousand to like three, four, five hundred thousand dollars a week just in interest on their short shares. Um, which is going to eat you alive. And I I'd mentioned this before, like the uh part of the movie The Big Short where Michael Berry's like uh, investment firms going under because of the short interest on his uh, credit default yeah. swap short. But, but won't they? Won't they just? I mean, if it's Citadel or whatever, won't they just like sell off all of Citadel's assets and just be like, oh, bankrupt? Yeah. And like not cover anything. Yeah. So have? there's um, there is so there's uh, one theory is that Citadel just goes, eh, fuck it, we're done. You know, we're gonna go bankrupt. And they could easily do that, right? And and just try to like, I don't know, go through some restructuring or something else and not have to cover. But my understanding is that the uh that there's other institutions then are become the back holders, right? So if um in this case, I, I don't know if it's like the DTCC will become the back holder and, and then has to cover. Because those, it doesn't change the fact that those um, those shorts are still out there. They still need to be covered, and you still need to buy those those stocks, you know, those borrowed shares back, right? If I borrow apples from you, and I'm like, dude, um, you know, let me borrow borrow those apples for you, so I can go sell them somewhere else in order to make a deal. And you're like, okay, cool, and I never bring you back your apples. You're gonna be like, Where, where's my apples? Right. I'm like, what? Well, I, I wanted to trade that's, them for that's why bankruptcy like is, you know, fucks a lot of people over. Yeah, I just don't think um in this situation it really works out entirely. I don't think it totally screws over retail entirely. Um, it's not necessarily my uh area of expertise, but my understanding is that the institutions then become the bag holders and have to still cover. So, but honestly, I don't know because I have never seen, and we've, I don't know that anyone's ever seen this happen before and it, and it could destroy the market for like a good bit of time. I mean, I mean, that's, it, that's yet another reason why I don't think they'll let us win. Cause the, I mean, it, it seemed like the, over the last couple of months, whenever AMC or GameStop like went up the market, like cratered and it, and it seemed like that was the trade-off. Like this money wasn't just coming from nowhere. It was like being pulled out of the life force of the market. <laughs> that That's an oversimplification, I think. I'm just telling I, you how I feel, John. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't think that this has that much of an effect on it. I'm sure it does have some, but it, it there's infinite number of factors else, elsewhere I could also... I, speculating on the ones that we like the best john welcome to speculate <laughs> yep. on yours well i i think that there have definitely been days where um and i remember specifically gme like just watching it and thinking wow the whole market is red like everything is red except for gme like i know that there's those the days that exist and i know that there's days where like amc will be running and then the market will turn red and then you'll get a pullback so it's like at some points it's like the antithesis to the market at some points it's the thesis of the market or like it's in alignment with the market uh i think it's, oh, is that the opposite of antithesis yeah antithesis. yeah it's antithesis thesis and synthesis Whoa. Synergy. <laughs> Fuck you, John. <laughs> if you will. What uh like what are how long are you gonna be holding AMC? When what what are you um, looking for to sell? Uh as soon as I see the I mean, here's the thing, right? Is there's two options, I think, right? You could sell. I don't blame anyone for selling out. Like every day I wake up. For the past week, I'm like, I should just sell. Like, I'm gonna make buku bucks. Like, I've just saved my all my terrible, terrible investments. Mike, you're back to even. <laughs> I'm back to even. <laughs> Mike, I uh, sold half. 
or anything? No. You sold none of them? No. I still Why? own 250 shares. And they let, you, they let you reverse mortgage your house for that? Yeah. I, I mean, I, I wish I'd just put my whole life savings in it. No. Um, <laughs> I, I think that I would... Don't, don't do like, that. <laughs> I think I would have really bad FOMO if this thing hits like, you know, $50, $100. Yeah, but just fucking sell some of it get, get what if you sell a quarter of it you're still up yeah oh for sure what, five yeah, fold yeah easily yeah so yeah. then the rest of it's just funny money you shouldn't give a fuck about it. it's a lottery then because this entire thing's a fucking lottery yeah i mean i think that there's truth in that i i think that i mean it's definitely something i considered um initially i guess my thought is that um, you know, I guess it's part of like this community aspect where I'm like, you know, uh, I, once this thing starts to hit the peak, what I believe to be the peak and start to come back down. What, what do you believe is the peak? I think that depends on, again, I think that depends on the, the data of, as far as the shorts covering, like the shorts have not even started to cover yet. This Chris is hundred percent, right? This is all FOMO. This is all people like, Oh shit. Like this thing can start to squeeze. And the this is exactly the catalyst that it need. crazy enough is like, this is exactly the catalyst this stock needs in order to start to squeeze because as the numbers go up, like your, um, the amount of money you can make on a short is limited, right? Because mm -hmm. if you buy a stock, if you short a stock out of dollar, it can only go to zero. Zero, right? But the amount of losses are unlimited, right? It, potential, but, but right? not when you're dealing with the people that actually control the market and have for sure billions of dollars and even more than that in influence. For but sure, not playing a fair game is my anti-anti-thesis right now. I, I respect that. And, and I think that in the back of everyone's mind, like everyone knows that that's true, whether they want to admit it or not. Like you have to know that there's, I mean, there's already been a lot of manipulation. Like a lot of the shit you hear in mainstream media about like AMC, is this just a scam or like whatever, you know, it's, well, there's a lot of good stock. Like I, I go to AMC once a week. Like yeah. John doesn't like it. I pay the twenty-five dollar a month thing. Do you want to know why I don't like it? It doesn't earn you any money. Your life it doesn't earn any money. Hard. Why would you want to buy something that doesn't earn any fucking money? Listen, fucking, I'm down to pay the twenty dollar popcorn <laughs> with all the money I make on. I this. never, I never buy popcorn. <laughs> well, god damn it, Chris! No wonder it's losing money. <laughs> Dude, a couple of my friends. Uh, they, they do this thing, it's called trash corn. They just take a, and this was pre-pandemic, I hope they don't do this anymore. They just they find an empty uh, tub of popcorn, they dump it out, and then you get free refills if you have the AMC stub. <laughs> so they just take that to the counter, like, I'd like a refill, please. Dude, this is the, this is the fucking tip of the week right here. <laughs> Life no pro not, fucking trash corn is the way to go. I mean, <laughs> just bring some hand sanitizer and spray yeah. it in your bucket. I, I just want to like, I mean, look at this shit. They, in the last five years, they've barely had a profit and have yeah. massive, massive losses. They've made hundred and twenty dollars. $112 million, $110 million, lost five hundred million in twenty seventeen. That was a bad year, John. Yeah. They also <laughs> la then 2019, they lost 150 million. Fucking. That was also, that was also <laughs> a bad year. <laughs> it's it's just I, I I don't I don't know why you'd want to invest in business that doesn't make fucking money. That just John, its overhead costs so much. Have you seen Stella? How Stella got her groove back? Yeah, John. And where did you see that, John? In an unfortunately AMC. in an AMC. <laughs> <laughs> Tay Diggs was looking great, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. And so it's just the same analogy of how Stella got a groove back and AMC, how AMC is going to get her groove back. Is it though? I mean, literally. I've never seen the movie. <laughs> Big Daddy AT&T and HBO Max are just like, yo, hey, 
theatrical release for a week, back to streaming. Like that is going to fucking crush movie theaters. I mean, I there's here's the thing is if it's Quiet so, Place Two, yes, go see it in a fucking theater. I've heard it's I awesome. Agree. But it, other movies is just like I don't whatever. Yeah, if it's House Stella Stella a lot, if whatever. How if it's House Stella got her groove back, it's definitely not going to be seen in the theater. Yeah, <laughs> or I'm seen. Watching that, I'm watching that one with my boys on Friday night, right? Yeah. But you and Chris over, we're going to watch how still got a group now. Drink some nice rosé. Drink some wine coolers and just Drink chill. Massages. Right. Bartles and James. <laughs> so we, um, but like for the Avengers movies, I'm like, I'm going to the theaters for those. Because like, that's where I want to see those. I mean, and so how much, how many more Marvel releases could there possibly be? <laughs> a lot. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, of course, it's going to be it's Disney. They're going to drive that shit to the fucking ground. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> but I mean, it's just the point. Like, and there's other theatrical like releases that I think will be very popular. I think that AMC's got to do something to reinvent itself to compete with, um, the the streaming service. And it's it's got to be something good because well, people- I think the streamers are just going to buy the. Uh, theaters like isn't didn't somebody just buy ArcLight? Didn't Amazon just buy ArcLight? I think that was it. Yeah, they're, they're talking about it. So they're saying Netflix no, no. The, Amazon bought or they bought MGM. Yeah, they bought it MGM. Yeah, but I think they're rumored to buy because ArcLight just went under, and they're they're rumored to buy them, and Netflix is rumored to buy AMC, and it's like, you know, that would be great for them because they could. You know, that would be another revenue source. And they, you know. I mean, well, you saw the revenue that they made the last five years. For Netflix? AMC. Well, John, those were bad years. Yeah, the last five years. Totally awful. Horrible movies came out. Nothing good came out. The biggest movies of all time came out. (laughs) Those were bad years, though. John, <laughs> Avengers Part Three and Four came out in those years. Um, <clears throat> you know, here, here's what I gotta say: is that um, I think AMC will reinvent itself. I think it's just a name; it's been around for a long time. It's like I was you know, some EMC, but but I digress. Continue. Yeah, no, I, I appreciate that. I, I I drove by the old movie co. I'm like, oh. It's an AMC. <laughs> Isn't it? Yeah. 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 What? Yep. Yeah, it's been an AMC for like five, ten. Well, I years. never drive by I that. I don't yeah. go on that side of the lake. Of course. Yeah. Not allowed. We're going West Lake. It's fucking bullshit. What are my enemies? <laughs> I wasn't allowed back after the incident. <laughs> well, to go to hang out with Becky. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And even if you did, you would just get on a boat and cross the lake that way so you didn't have to go over there. That's true. <laughs> Drive through tarpon, God forbid. It's, it's, in Chris's words, it's old and orange as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, ah, oh. you're literally driving through tarpon. And Chris goes, oh, you know what I hate about tarpon? It's old. And he goes, everything's old and orange as fuck. All those sponges. That was Chris's. That was Chris's critique of Tarpon Spring. Was like, it is pretty orange. <laughs> He's not wrong. He's never been able to go back again. I, you ever, you ever find spider again? Spider yeah. <laughs> down by the bridge. Uh, but yeah, no, I, 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 I don't I think AMC can about, reinvent. I thought they were talking about bar. I think they were talking about an actual bridge. No, it was a bar, yeah. Cool. Well, um, let's dive deeper into this completely. No one will ever know of it. Uh, inside joke. <laughs> uh, you an inside joke enough, it eventually becomes an outside joke. Yeah, exactly. I've always wanted to become part of a joke. <laughs> so, um, so I, I, I hope that I've made somewhat of the bull case for MC. I can't tell anyone to buy it. Well, because, what, what's, your, what's your sexist strategy? Um, not, he's gonna hold till he dies. I, to I wanna, I'm gonna hodl. I'm gonna wait till they um, start to cover. I want to see people covering. 
So you're you're not gonna hedge your what? Well, yeah, the thing about that is is once people start covering that, people are gonna be like, oh fuck, get the fuck out of this. You won't no. be able to sell. Dude, once once the shorts start covering, this thing's gonna blast off. Like it is where, where do you think it's, it's gonna go when the shorts start covering? It, like six it, it depends, four dollars. It depends on what people are willing to take. Like if if the shorts start covering and there's no shares available, the utilization is 99. What is it? I'll tell you, it's 99.33% utilized. That 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 means there's like no stock. Like the, there was no shorts to uh, I think today there was like 10,000 shorts available um for like people who are short, which I, it I don't even think it's true. But even still, I mean, like the short interest hasn't changed. Like this is, it's been the same. So once, once this stuff starts to change, I will probably feel differently about it. But I mean, once it, even if this thing goes back down to $20, I'm going to feel like an idiot. Man, I could have made some great money. Like I'm an idiot, but even if they start to cover at twenty dollars, this this thing is going to go up. I mean, they they have to cover their their shorts. But so it's like, it's like Mike, you're already making money right now. If if the short squeeze actually does take off, and AMC goes from thirty two to like three hundred and thirty two, you'll still make an obscene amount of money with half of the shares that you have now, or seventy five percent, or sell a quarter. That's hundred percent true. You know, so true. we're just trying. That way, you lose nothing. That's one hundred percent. This entire show is a ploy. This is all an intervention. <laughs> I, I brought the gun. <laughs> so let me just get it. <laughs> listen, listen. I'm holding your hand virtually. Please listen. Just sell this. Shirt. That's not my hand. Listen, you, you two, and almost everyone. I tell about this is like, dude, you guys sell. You just got my my cousin who's not saying sell all of it. Don't sell all of it. No, no, but some of it. But my cousin who's a financial advisor, like legitimate financial advisor, is like sell it all. What's that? We're not and you're saying we're not. (laughs) No, no, of course course you are. Nope. I'm not a financial advisor. Do not take my advice. Please don't sue me. (laughs) Dude. You know, you know what's funny is if like someone actually did try to sue us and they're like, I thought that they were giving sound financial advice. I would hey, we we're the Tucker Carlson of stonk <laughs> advice. I don't know if I'd even give us that much credit. Yeah, right. I would respond to the complaint and just write LOL and then like yeah. file it. But we're we're not the Swanson heirs, we're the Samsonite heirs. <laughs> I knew it. Swimmy, swammy, Swanson. Um but let me give you guys a quick update on my worst performing stock, which is oh. Marathon uh, Digital Holdings. Wait, which that's a cruise ship? No, no, no. Marathon Digital Holdings. It's oh, a, a crypto mining. Oh. I am now only currently down seven hundred dollars. So that is a uh, that's huge because I was down a lot more than that. <laughs> hey, coming back up. Yeah, I you know it. I, and I, I credit, I know I said this last week, but I credit John Paul for saying, I'm like, John Paul, I'm thinking about just getting out of this thing when it was at $18 and it's $25 now. And he's like, listen, the Home Depot story is like, just hold it. You know, you got It's time. not, okay, whoa. <laughs> this fucking saying, company is not Home Depot. You don't but... know what kind of depots they have? <laughs> or homes? I'm sure they have homes and depots. okay no (laughs) i mean the only advice that i would give you on that is just say hey that money is lost just ride it and die no i I don't think this thing's i don't think this thing's dying off anytime soon well that's what i mean is just don't sell it because it's it's not worth to sell it oh for sure for sure yeah yeah no no it's at this point it, it, it doesn't make sense to to just sell at a loss like i'm gonna wait till the end of the year and, and then sell some stocks that i think are going to, to uh, offset your sweet amc gains okay hey guys so we gotta uh, wrap it up here shortly um can we uh compare weekly differentials because this is my first week in the <gasps> positive nice ever. nice now he's in the positive 
25% bitches. <laughs> That's pretty good. I must have miscalculated something. <laughs> Probably did. Um, I was in the positive 30%, but then I add the Mara, th- the Mara stock and now I'm in the positive only 20.84%. Nice. From last uh, week, you're up 20%. Uh, I well, I don't think this that's a week. Well, I don't know how this, yeah, that's that's weekly percentage differential. Yeah, I'm up 25% from my negative 11% last week. <laughs> well, I, I could tell you, I could actually just tell you based on like my TD does a whole a whole thing where oh, it tells in the me. charts, charts data entry. I know. went to college to make us this spreadsheet, but he refused to take the extra class so he can make us our crypto ETF. John, like, what's up, dude? You can make this fucking Excel spreadsheet, but you can't hack. Just hack yeah. the fucking crypto market. Hack it's, just easy. <laughs> it's just that simple. I thought you were a hacker, John. We saw that. We went to that AMC and saw that movie, Hackers. That was a good movie. It was a good movie. 288 bit encryption it's great <laughs> um let's see what was last week the end of last week was that 28th day. 28th well did we do a stock talk last week no no we failed yeah but um what i could tell you is at the beginning of last week uh I was, I was, my whole portfolio was valued at $15,000. And what I could tell you is now it's actual numbers. It's valued at, who the fuck cares? It was, it's it's valued at, it's valued at almost $20,000. So that's, that's valuable information. I think that's where the 25. (laughs) Well, so like the, I mean, just the, just these stocks that I have in my, my spreadsheet. Well, this doesn't really make any sense. Anyway. Cool. It, yeah. How uh, about you, I, John? Uh, my magic formula is up 1.7% and my, weeks? my normal total. portfolio. What's up? For the week or total? For the week. Total, it's up. Only 1.52% because I was at negative over a week ago. But my John, normal. Are you telling us that we just smoked your ass? <laughs> sure. John, are you just telling us that you just sold half a million brake pads? <laughs> yes. But my regular portfolio is up uh, just under a percent. And overall, I'm up uh, 11.7%. Nice, dude. That's good. Since you started. This is uh, since I started, what, five years ago. Is that factor in money you added in or is that? Yep. Okay. Mm -hmm. Does this charts data entry thing factor that in as well? That's what the whole point of it's for. But it it factors in money that I put in, not money that I made. Well, the column E for cost basis should be all the money you've put in. So I've nearly doubled my money. Nice. That's good. Yeah. Thank you, Apple. (laughs) Thank you, Dad, in circa 2012. (laughs) Yep. Yeah, I was talking to my neighbor and he was like, he's like, yeah, I bought Apple in the 90s. And um, he's like, that's how I purchased my house. I just sold some Apple share. He's like, it's like the iguana's tail. Like I would take some out. And like it would just come back, like the money would just come back to me. Wow. I'd sell some shares, and like it would just, it basically would have the money back. I'm like, damn, that would be nice. I like the term the iguana's tail. Yeah, I know. You got fucking lucky buying it in the '90s. Shit. All right. You buy pets.com too. <laughs> um, you bought some Excite, some Lycos, <laughs> some Astjeeves. <laughs> nice. That's going places. <laughs> dude um yeah he 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 was all over it but yeah i mean it's interesting though i mean that's he's not a big investor though he just you know 
Well, do you guys think that Apple will continue to be an iguana's tail forever? Well, not forever. Yeah. Like, well, not forever, but many, many years. Well, one of the interesting things that I, I uh, read or saw was uh, Warren Buffett's most recent meeting. He soft eats a buffet with Kinti. Yeah, Warren Buffet. <laughs> uh, he presented this one slide in his presentation where it's like, here are the top 30 companies uh, in market cap today. And he asked the crowd, like, how many of these companies do you think will be here in 30 years? And so people were just kind of guessing whatever. And then he showed the exact same thing based market cap from 30 years ago. There were zero, zero wow. of those companies were the same top 30 from 30 years ago. Holy Interesting. What were the top 30 of 30 years ago? Uh, 25 of them were Japanese companies because that's when Japan was going fucking ape shit well, over their valuations. Can I just maybe assert something? I mean, um, I, I, the thing about that, that, that's just a really crazy fact. The thing about that is the majority of these companies are still around today. It's just that they are not the leading biggest right. companies in the world. So that's the one takeaway, but still, I still see Apple and, and these tech companies as being around and growing massively for the next 10, 15, 20 years. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah. why you invest in UTI so much because that's the whole market. Yes. And the whole well, market. Yeah. That's, that's also my hedge. It's just, hey, I want to own everything and then I'm going to throw more money into this other shit. Yeah. No, I think that's 80% good. 80% uh, UTI and 20% fun, silly things. John? Yeah, about 80-20. I mean, I probably will cut that down even further to like 90-10 eventually. But you mean, Chris, you mean VTI. Okay. Yes. I know what I meant. It's a Roman U. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. S-S-T-I. Yes. That's much better. Yes. Um, I, I think that that's interesting to think about. I would, however, add that I think that the... Uh, laws against like antitrust and monopolies were a little bit stronger 30 years ago than they are now so like it wouldn't surprise me if in 30 years they're still on amazon like that's in the top 30 even if it's you know i i would be surprised if amazon is still top 30 and 30 years. i mean just the thing about it is like what what's happened in the last 10 years that like didn't exist like something is going to come about that's going to overtake this. Yeah, that's a good point. Well, and, and you got entropy. Which yeah. Is some sort of law that says all things that are doing shit will eventually not do that shit anymore. As we <laughs> it, all is, know. It, it is what it says. No, it's, uh, yeah, I, I, I would say that the majority of the top 30 will not be the top 30 in the next 20 or 30 years. That would be my like guess yeah because yeah, because a lot of them were oil companies so yeah well uh i think a lot of oil companies think um the future is not tesla but the rather, future is not is, is no more um they think you know we're still gonna, we're still gonna need oil for stuff but we're just not gonna need as much and you need a ton of lube at your age dude at any age <laughs> that, that's just a fact my friend that's true all right so what what are you guys watching this upcoming week besides iguana tales <laughs> um i am i'm still i purchased a, some more palantir um, I like Palantir and John's down on it because he isn't by the hype and because he is of a certain religion I don't agree with. And <laughs> I don't know what that means. John, you know what you mean. Yeah, Sean. <laughs> you know, <laughs> jeez. Um, so I did purchase similar Palantir, and um, it's been 
you know, it's been up and down, but it's been slowly going up. I mean, it had a two weeks ago, it, it was trading at like 18. Now it's at like 22 and some change or 23 and some change. Um, it's a slow growth. I think it has a lot of potential. I think, I believe that it could easily be over $100 within the next two years, personally, just based on what I've seen. I own the stock, so don't take it from me, but do some research in it. I think it's a special company. I think there's plenty of hype. You can YouTube Palantir and everyone will tell you why it sucks or why it's amazing. And I think there's some good DD out there on it. But <clears throat> from what I can see, I think that it's it's got a future in my book. Will it and, be the top 30? Uh, it, it'll be it'll be one through 30. <laughs> it'll just be the entire top 30. Yeah, I mean, outside of just Fang, the Facebook, Amazon, Apple, uh, Microsoft, and Google, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm actually going to be doing another buy of uh, a bunch of holdings for my Magic Formula this month. So I'll be doing some research on that to see what would be worth it and see if it. Uh, helps me improve my current 1.5% return. Well, John, you should, um, I would like to know what you decide um, to purchase and then like what, you know, I know that you watched that really boring guy. I won't say his name on here because I'm not trying to start a beef. I mean, he, he actually is pretty interesting, but he's super boring. Um, Ramsey? He, fuck, fuck Ramsey. That guy's a fucking idiot. And there's, there's nothing about stocks. Yeah. He's all about like toothbrush, tooth, toothpaste. Is Just like that. Tooth, toothbrush paste. <laughs> tooth, brushing your teeth is fucking worthless. Don't do that anymore. Go outside, use a stick and rub it on your face until you... Or your, or your husband's dick. <laughs> um... I would listen to Gordon Ramsay about stock advice any day. Um, I I would be interested in knowing what you decide because that one guy, I'm not going to say his name, but he he had some good things that um, I thought were interesting. He 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 follows a lot of like with the big names, like what they're doing, and you know, like he had some video recently about people buying Alibaba. I'm like, damn, dude, I fucking hope. Hope he's right about this because I'm losing money on Alibaba right now. It went up two percent today. I know, I, but I bought it two forty one and I was making money on it. I'm like, I'm a genius, and then it's like two nineteen, and I'm like, I'm an idiot. So, um, yeah. But he, it, he, it's interesting though. So I'd, I'd like to see what you decide and um, how you decide it as it relates to uh, your magic formula. Yeah, no, I, I am going to run it this week and run through some metrics and see uh, what might be worth. So I'll be happy to talk about that next week. Sweet. Oh, yeah. Well, I hope, uh, hope uh, Viviana feels better. Yeah. Thanks. Best of luck to the baby. Yeah. All right. And I'm going to watch uh, myself talk John into finally coding that crypto ETF. <laughs> we've all been waiting for yeah coming soon at what, what should we call it we should call it the, the john coin oh we'll, we'll, we'll just call it stnk stink no we'll call it the john <laughs> the, the yawn coin what the j-a-w-n <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> but you say it you say it like uh like that song from Ferris Bueller where they're like, John, John, John. Boom, John, John. Yeah, John, you know, I know that you got nothing else to do, but could you? Nothing. Yeah. Yeah, John, come on, man. Get it going on the the Bitcoin ETF. Me and Mike are lazy, but like, come on. We're busy, dude. You got nothing to do. Well, speaking of nothing to do, since you assholes are watching this, uh, we'll post a link in the YouTube video so you can follow along, put up your own portfolio, and uh, track weekly against us and see if you're smarter 
or dumber than a fifth grader. Mm. <laughs> yes. Dude, fifth graders are pretty smart. I think most fifth graders could beat my portfolio. Oh, totally. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> if you would have finished fifth grade, you'd have no issues making the John coin. That's that's true. That's <laughs> true. But if you guys, education does matter. It does pay off. It pays dividends. dividends. High dividend stock. Power um, is yours. Not, I, I would, not actual dividends. I would also like to conclude by saying uh, shout out to our sponsor, John Paul. Oh, thank you. And uh, our biggest viewer, mom. <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> dude, I did get a Facebook message and someone was like, dude, I really like the Stong Tonk. Like it was one of our friends, but like he was like, oh, dude, I like the Stong Tonk. And I'm like, do you really listen to it? <laughs> you listen to all of it? <laughs> really? The ram uh, these this rambling? It had, oh. to, had to be someone that understood the inside jokes. Uh, <laughs> was it Bill? <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Dude, Chris, when you post this video, can you post a picture of me next to like a big AMC, like AMC, like blow up? And I'm like, like <laughs> <laughs> like everyone else on youtube right now everyone's like amc can you yeah, do that can yeah. you do that much for me yeah i mean the only way to compete with everyone is to do the exact same thing that everyone else is doing that's, that's right. how you win well that's what we're not doing we're not giving good advice so that's why we're, we're, we're going against I, I don't know another YouTube show, probably because no one wants to watch it, but another YouTube show where people kind of know something about investing, but know nothing at all. <laughs> we know enough to, to help talk you into doing terrible things. <laughs> but I think, I think what we have going on that is valuable is that this is like real. We're learning along the way. Exactly. And at some point in the next right. 30 years, we'll be in the top 30 of investors. <laughs> because <laughs> we're not there now we're not there now because hey. the monopolies god damn and compounding interest that's how it works <laughs> well i appreciate um all of our sponsors and click in the link below to join our uh snapchat <laughs> no i would recommend snapchat, that but click in the link below to follow um the podcast we have a and tiktok we have TikTok, Patty Walk, Give a Dog a Bone. Yep. And um, I think we're going to try to do some shorts. We're going to do some, try to cut up some videos and do some more shorts on YouTube. So we're going to short our shorts. We're going to short YouTube. We're going to short Google. It's a good idea. Yeah. So uh, again, I know that you should say this at the beginning of this video, but this is not financial advice. We know nothing. We're just a bunch of idiots. Yes. Facts. <laughs> Cool. Definitely just have, we should have just scrolling credits like do not listen to these people they have no <laughs> idea what the hell they're talking about well, they, they should know that by our weekly differentials of like negative 8 negative 11 <laughs> and then holy fuck 25 my god these men are stupid hey we're the only people that post our portfolio on this shit so fuck everyone else <laughs> all the money much. we're making on. just to keep John employed I have to no. oh. <laughs> yeah. John, if this YouTube well dries up, you're gonna have to go back to that crypto uh hacking job that yeah, we just employed you on. That low John made so much money in his low yield checking account <laughs> to go to finish his crypto program. Oh my god. All right. Well, with all that money you have, you don't you have all this time as well. So you know Yeah. John so eats cake and he has it as well. That's true. Most Not our fault. Cake. Not That's our a lot fault. of cake. <laughs> well, I'm gonna invest in some cake and um I hope that you guys uh if anyone has any questions about investing, you should probably ask a financial advisor. Don't ask us. Um I'm gonna put my link uh, my Weibo link in the uh, description. If someone wants to help me get some free stock, I, I honestly I'm probably gonna forget to do that. So I don't know why I'm saying that. <laughs> well, then I'm gonna post my M1 finance link. So well, I'm gonna post my Weibo link. Thirty in, bucks. And whoever wants to compete against Weibo versus M1 finance to see who's better, 
I suggest that you get at least 20 of your friends to buy, <laughs> to get one of each. So yep. John and I both get some free stonks and uh, we'll tell you how not to invest them. Yes, I'm exactly. Gonna, and I'm going to post my only paper hands account. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so you're not actually trading? <laughs> Dude, we didn't even talk about GME, which for some reason shot up. But it, there's still a short interest on GME. So anyway, yeah. right. we'll talk about it we'll maybe next week. Well. All right, y'all. Good luck. Godspeed. And uh, keep your eyes on the stars and watch the skis. And happy Pride Month. <laughs> Chris. <laughs> John. To see the complete show notes, specific links to everything mentioned, and to download my free guide on the 14 ways to afford your dream life without really trying, please go to the show's website, anxiousfilmmaker.com. And don't forget to follow us on TikTok at anxiousfilmmaker and on Instagram at theanxiousfilmmaker to see short videos of the most valuable moments from this episode. And like Grandpa always said, stay interested and you'll always be interesting. Yeah.